Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz and I will be your host. I'm so excited to bring you into 2023 of the Resiliency and Running Podcast and today we are going to be talking about injury and doing another episode on that just to fill you in. It's just a chatty episode just to bring in the new year so just sit back and relax and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. I hope the new intro music didn't throw anyone off. I do actually try to mix up the music that I use for the podcast every now and then. And it's only happened really probably about three times since I've started the podcast. And yeah, I just want to change things up because it's a new year. And yeah, I think more than anything, I'm just really excited to be chatting on the podcast again. As you guys know, I was away for the holidays down on the coast with Jack's family. And so I pre-recorded a load of episodes. So I haven't recorded an episode since like mid-December. So it's great to be recording again. And I feel like a lot has happened in those few weeks. And so I really just wanted to do an episode all around that and really just focus more on the mental mental impact and the mental toll that injuries can take on runners and I think it's such an important topic to talk about but of course before we get into that let's go through some highs and lows. All right, so I'm recording this on the 3rd of January, aka the day that everyone goes back to work. And so I can't say that I have too many highs at the moment, Um, but I will say that the high that I will speak about is the fact that I am running again, and I can say that. I'm not like fully back to running, if that makes sense. I would say that I'm probably about 75% back. If you have been listening to the podcast for a while, or if you follow me on social media, you would know that I run typically like five to six times a week. And I was running at quite a high volume right up until my injury. And so it is weird coming back to running after about a month off. And I can't tell you how weird the first run was back, like fully back, because it's it's definitely very humbling to <laughs> be completely out of breath after a 45 minute easy run, something that typically would be very like easy effort for me and definitely just left me like out of breath because I haven't run for 45 minutes since like I got injured and yeah but I would say like overall my high is definitely that I'm running and I am very grateful to be running again because as I will highlight in this episode injuries are not fun I knock on wood have never broken a bone and I typically do not get injured as I've spoken about in my previous episode on injuries but I guess when when injuries do come along it is definitely tough on runners and yeah I'm just very grateful to be back and running. My low for the week I'd say is that I am definitely still feeling pain and like I would I would call it pain slash niggles. I'm waiting on a physio appointment but at the moment I have I have officially started training with my new coach. I am currently I've decided to go with Purdue Performance is what the coaching program is called. And I am so excited with my coach that I was paired up with. I feel like it's it's just really nice to have someone to talk to about a lot of what I'm feeling and how the different workouts feel for me. And I feel like she's got so much more expertise that I just don't have 
have. And so I'm just really excited to share more about that journey as well because I've never had a coach before. Um, specifically, I've never had a running coach before. So I definitely wanna share more on that and just how this year really goes because I definitely knew that going into 2023, I wanted to have a running coach for Manchester and Chicago Marathon. So yeah, I will share more on that very soon. But I'd say that my low is that I definitely am still trying to figure out and pinpoint like what exactly is wrong with me. It's either plantar fasciitis or it's something with my Achilles or maybe my ankle still isn't fully healed. Who knows? We're going to see a physio soon and maybe I'll even do an episode on that. But before I blabber on too much, let's just jump right into the episode. All right, so I'm basically just going to be using this episode as a way of like catching up because the last episode that I released on injury was mostly focused around the ankle sprain and I feel that it's kind of gone beyond that now and what I went through in the last few weeks of December definitely was really tough and it wasn't something that I really felt like sharing on social media. Like you guys know that I make videos for my workouts and stuff and I think that part of what made those last few weeks so hard was not being able to make those running videos that I'm so used to doing like every single day, doing every single like get ready with me. And obviously I still kept up with the daily vlogs and tried to mix up the workouts, but I just feel like it gets to a point and it really got to a point for me where I was just like this, you know, this different form of cross training, whether it be cycling, swimming, going to the gym, it does not give me that same adrenaline high that running does. And it was something that I really, really struggled with. And I am just gonna to be very open just because I want to be and I always have been on the podcast. I got to some very low points over the holiday season. I think in conjunction, the holiday season is always very triggering for me because if you don't know, I and I've done a lot of episodes on this so you can go and look at them and listen to them. I battled an eating disorder for two years of my life and it's about 10 years now that I went through all of that. And I will be doing more episodes next month. I always love doing episodes around eating disorders around February because that is National Eating Disorders Awareness Month. So keep an eye out for those. But it was something that I really discovered and made a lot of connections to during the last few weeks of December. And it was specifically around this idea of, you know, I was injured. I had this ankle sprain. I sprained my ankle on the 1st of December. I was told to take you know, a week or two off and just take it easy. Don't do too much. It'll be fine. And to me, I always, you know, I've had this injury before. It's recurring for me. So I saw it as, you know, this is going to be nothing. And in two weeks, I'm going to be up and running again. I'm going to run my half marathon in mid-December and everything is going to be fine. Well, first of all, the half marathon did not end up going ahead because London got a lot of snow. Well, what we think is a lot of snow. So that was called off and postponed until February. So TBD on that half marathon. And yeah, there was just a lot that I felt very out of control of in terms of, you know, I, it came time to when I was meant to be running that half marathon. I did a 10k park run with the girls, had a lovely time. It was seriously the best. And like that is probably what needs to be my high as well. But it happened like a few weeks ago now, but it was literally the best time. And I am just genuinely time and time again, so grateful for that group of women because that's genuinely like what keeps me going and inspires me and motivates me literally every single day. And I love meeting with them once a month, but 
yeah, basically after that 10K park run, I tried to kind of get back into running. I ran four miles the day after the 10K park run and that kind of felt like all right. And I was going through a bit of weird like pain in the beginning, but eventually it kind of went away by the end. And so I still kind of saw it as, you know, maybe my maybe my ankle slash heel slash foot has just been, you know, not running for a while and it's coming back from injury. So maybe it's just going to take some time to get back into the swing of things. Then come that Tuesday after. So Sunday was the park run. Monday was my four mile run. Tuesday, I tried to go out for another run. I could not run more than I think my watch said like 0.14 miles because immediately when I started running, pain. And it was the most disheartening thing because even just getting myself to wait the two weeks to run again was tough enough in itself. And I did try and run during that period as well, which probably didn't help. But it was just really frustrating because it, it got to that two-week point. And I was really, really looking forward to being able to run again. And I had this whole, you know, I made a whole video on the Monday that I ran the four miles. And I said, I talked about how, you know, I've, I've been off of running for a little bit and I'm going to just take the next two weeks over the holiday period and just, you know, allow myself to listen to my body and run what I feel because I've always devoted myself to a training plan and I've never just run for the fun of it. I've never just done what I feel. I've always wanted to like find a plan, put it in notion and like be able to tick the box every day. And so I was genuinely really looking forward to that, (laughs) like honestly. And come that Tuesday when I couldn't run like more than 0.1 of a mile, I was so gutted. I was so frustrated. I was so mad. I called Jack crying and he came out running to come and get me. I didn't get that far and I didn't make a video on that. And it was just very frustrating because by that point I spoke to my coach and she said, maybe just wait until the new year and just take another two weeks off. And that to me was just like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm down on the coast with Jack's family. You know, my gym membership is like up in London. It's not down here on the coast. And, you know, I can borrow their bikes. I can cycle. But like, there's just so, I felt so limited and I felt so out of control, if that makes sense. And I think so much of what I love about running is having control over it and like knowing what training I'm doing and what I'm training for and when my next race is. And I felt very out of control the past few weeks of December, those last couple of weeks. And I am someone who is very like type A. I'm very, you know, I'm very detailed, very meticulous, and I feel a little bit just out of like just not myself when I don't know like what to expect. And I think that like some other people are totally okay with that and they're okay with like, you know, we'll just see what happens and it's okay. We'll just sit back and relax and like, who cares? But I am like the total opposite and it was just really, really tough. And obviously with like the holiday season, it can be really tough because people get really insecure about like their body image and, you know, all of the different sweets and things that you're consuming during the holiday break. And I think that definitely over the 10 year period since my eating disorder, I've definitely gotten so much better about that mindset. But I think that what what made me struggle this holiday period was just not feeling in control. And I, I'd also just like... I do this year really want to be more honest as well about the fact that I don't think at all that I am 100% recovered. I don't think I was ever 100% recovered. Let's just get that straight. I think I've always still struggled in some element, shape, or form with my eating disorder thoughts. I went through a very, very intense battle with anorexia when I was 16, and I think 
I really started to unveil a lot of that. Jack and I had a really deep talk and I shared like a lot more about my eating disorder. Not that I have never shared that with him before, but I think just like not being able to run, I just found myself so often like at 3 p.m. just laying in bed because I was so depressed and I was just so sad because I didn't, I didn't do that thing that I loved at the first thing in the morning. I am such a morning person and I'm such a proponent of like, get up, have your breakfast, go out for that run and just like get your day started. And I tried to replace that morning run with a cycle that didn't really work. I am definitely not someone who likes cycling. I still would love to do a triathlon, but that's a different story. That's a different conversation. And I think I just really struggled a lot in the last few weeks because I felt so out of control. And I think kind of when you do feel, you know, that low and you're not just like not feeling motivated, you're not feeling yourself, you start, your mind starts to go to a lot of different places and like ridiculous places too. And I, I love Jack so much because he puts up with so much of my BS and I feel like some of that BS sometimes it's just like me just word vomiting all of my feelings, which like is so helpful because I think that like, you know, if you, if I looked back a few years ago, I would keep all of my feelings inside. I would not share it with anyone. And I think that that's what caused me to like explode sometimes on people that didn't necessarily deserve it. And so while I was kind of word vomiting and semi exploding with Jack, I think at the same time, he really helped me sort of make sense of them. He's been through a lot of injuries himself. And so he was really able to help me relate and say, you know, it is like the hardest thing to go through as an athlete. It's really hard to not be able to do what you love. So it's normal to be feeling this way, but he he always tried to turn it around and put a positive spin on it at the end and say, but you know, with me and you know, he had so many different knee surgeries, you know, when I came back to football, cause that's what he does. I had such a different perspective on it. I came back to it in a different way, in a better way. And I feel like it really made me a better athlete. And I definitely do see how this month break of running during my injury has made me a better athlete. And I will go into that in the last bit of the episode. So this will end on a positive note. I just want to, I want to be real and I want to just like really share how I was feeling for anyone who's going through injuries, especially if it's related to running. And it's just like, I don't know. I I think that injuries suck for everyone and you don't have to be a runner for injuries to suck. I think that in general, it's just like, it's not fun to like, not be able to do like everything that you're used to in your daily schedule and like rely on other people. And I'm lucky that it never got to that point. But I think for me, I'm just so, I was on such a trajectory and I felt so like I was on such a high, I think from like the, for the month of November, I just kept increasing my pace. I was hitting PRs. It was like the craziest month for me. And I just like, none of it was planned. And it shouldn't have happened, I feel, either because, you know, I this was after two marathons back to back. This was after traveling. You know, it was after so much that, like, realistically, I probably should have been resting and maybe I wouldn't be where I am now if I had just, like, sat myself down and rested. But, you know, this brings me into the positive point of the episode of just... I, I do feel that I've come back to training with a very cautious mind for one, but two, I'm so much more like 
a proponent of rest and I'm so much more okay with resting. And when I say rest as well, not necessarily like taking like multiple rest days back to back to back, but I think like I'm, I've kind of come back to running and approach my coach about, you know, realistically, I just don't feel 100% and maybe I shouldn't be pushing my body and doing this interval run. And maybe instead we should do this on the bike and just like really being cautious, but more so like also listening to my body and knowing that like, for example, yesterday's 30 minute easy run, you know, it didn't feel great at the end. The heel insole that I was testing out didn't make my heel slash arch feel great. So I wanted to be real about that. I wanted to say I probably shouldn't run today because I'm afraid that I'll injure myself again or that I'll make anything worse. So let's just cycle. Let's do something else. And I have a much bigger appreciation for cross training as much as I resented it every single day of December. I think that I definitely want to become more of a hybrid athlete in 2023. I want to incorporate more strength training, as I mentioned. I want to do two days a week. And I'm, you know, I'm very on board with all that. I think it's just with with the last few weeks of December, I really just wanted to make an episode about the reality of how much of a mental toll injury can take on people as an athlete. And I think that People don't really think about that sometimes. And maybe they think more about like the physical side of it. And they think more about, you know, how is this going to affect them physically? Oh, they can't run. They can't do this. They can't do that. And while yes, like that part sucks, I think the mental part of it sucks so much more because you're just, you can be in your head all day long. And that's all that I did. And I just, I felt at points like I was making it worse because I would just lay in bed and for hours and just be like really sad and let myself be sad, which, you know, you should like feel your feelings. But I think I was just feeling them a little too much. And I was just getting to points that were just ridiculous and kind of connected and related to a lot of like my old eating disorder thoughts and habits. And I was able to like then sort of realize what I was doing and the way that I was thinking, stop myself and like also communicate that to Jack so that he's aware. And I want to do more episodes on this next month in the month of February and just talk about how those eating disorder thoughts are still real for me and they do still appear from time to time. And it's, it's totally normal and it's okay to not 100% be recovered from an eating disorder. And I'm still going to make it a goal. And I will always make it a goal to fuel myself as an athlete, no matter if I'm running or not. It's so important to give your body nutrition, to nourish your body. And just to, in those moments where you do feel weak and your mind is, you know, feeding you with these negative thoughts about your body image or your weight or, you know, how much you haven't worked out in the past two weeks or four weeks. It's always important, I think, for me and helpful for me to think about, you know, what's what's the last four weeks in comparison to the last 26 years of my life and how much my body has gotten me through, how much I have put my body through, not just marathon wise, because I know that that's what you guys are thinking, but you know, I've, I've gone through so much with, you know, just growing up, playing so many different sports, you know, being an athlete for such a large portion of my life, most of my life really. But on the flip side, also, you know, an eating disorder, losing my period for two years, lots of health issues that I really had to battle through. And so I think it's always important in those moments, you know, if you're, if you find yourself struggling with those sorts of thoughts at any time, I really find it helpful to think about how much has your body actually gotten you through this year alone? And then look back at, you know, however many years and just think about how much 
how many times your body has bounced back, how many times your body has pushed you through something or you've put so much stress and toll on your body, but it still gets you through whatever it is, that 5k race, that 10k race, and just express gratitude towards your body, express gratitude back and be thankful for your body because I was texting Nicole today from Below Average Running and yeah, she's great, but she, I mean, A, she knew, she knows a lot about plantar fasciitis, which is what I think that I may have, but B, I think we were also just kind of like, wow, is this, I kind of said to her like, is this what it's like to get old? Am I getting old? And I'm just going to have to like start wearing insoles and start doing all these you know, stretches and things. Like I can't just like walk out the door anymore and just go on a run. Like I have to think about like so many things. And you know, if if I do have plantar fasciitis, I have to take it seriously. I have to, get, you know, see a physio and do all these things. But like we do these things because we love the sport of running. And I think at the end of the day, it like, it will always be 100%, 1000% worth it because the way that running makes me feel is like nothing else. And it will always be so much better to me than a night out partying, drinking alcohol, anything else. I will choose running time and time again. And yeah, I just wanted to make a very chatty episode. So I really hope that you enjoyed it. And I... I'm really looking forward to this year. As always, I'm so grateful to everyone who listens to the podcast. I am very excited for where the podcast is going to go this year. And I just feel like this is going to be such a big year of growth. And I hope that we continue to grow together. And I hope that if you're listening and you live in the UK somewhere and are some maybe somewhere near London, you come and join a park run sometime soon. And yeah, just stay tuned for more episodes. And as always, if you ever want to reach out to me and talk to me about anything, you can reach out to me. My details are in the show notes of the episode, email, social media, whatever's best. But I hope you guys are having a great day and I will chat to you soon. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode and the very first episode of 2023 for the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, if you ever want to reach out to me, details are in the show notes of the episode below. I hope you're well, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.